킹카 앤 퀸카 여러분 안녕하세요 This is Room or Hando Jun your 킹카 친구 킹카 classmate and the host of 킹카 podcast where every time we have a new episode we celebrate the marriage of K-drama Korean culture and of course language learning Yes I know it's been a while since the last episode um, it must have been a month since I have uploaded the episode about the K-drama What is it again? I already don't know. Oh, Ghost Doctor. I think, yeah, that was the last K-drama that I talked about. Ghost Doctor. And I promised that I would be talking about our blues. And so that's what I'm going to do today. And yeah, so what to expect in this episode? Well, yeah, I'm going to talk about our blues. But before that, I think I'm also going to share about what I've been through in the past few weeks. I mean, the reason why... I haven't been releasing any episode for this podcast. And then, uh, yeah, I'll talk about Our Blues. And lastly, I'll talk about the results of my topic exam last, um, when was that? August or July. I think I took the exam on July. Yeah, the results became available last month. And yeah, so this would be sort of like a debriefing of the topic exam, especially for those of you who have also taken the exam last uh, July. Okay, so yeah, that's the introduction for today's episode. And as usual, um, this episode is still uh, not as... Um, beautifully made as compared to the episodes that were like done earlier because in the past I would always uh, take some script from the K-drama that I would feature and then I would act it out and put in some music and then do an English version of that before the introduction and stuff However, I'm not able to do that right now and in the past few episodes because, yeah, I, I guess I've been lazy. Or maybe I, I just don't have that much time to, um, to prepare because in the past, that would really take me a lot of time to prepare. Like when I watch a K-drama, I would always keep my, my eye and my ears out so that I could identify um, lines or dialogues which I can use. for the sort of monologue that I do in this podcast. But yeah, I actually haven't done that in a really long time now, except uh, maybe I did an exception a few episodes back when I decided I would do that again. And yeah, I guess I should do that again for real because I miss acting in Korean or well, voice acting. I miss vo- I miss Yeah, doing voice acting in Korean. I, I haven't done that in a real long while. Although, um, now that I think of it, I actually sort of do voice acting in Korean. Um, especially in the past few episodes of my Korean ASMR podcast. Yes, if you still are not listening to my Korean ASMR podcast, which is called Byeolteri or Constellations, which is a Korean ASMR podcast for my fellow language learners. Yeah, I suggest you check it out. Although... I'm not sure because my Spotify listeners for this podcast, Kinka, is just about 600 people. So if you're listening to this episode right now, you are probably among those 600 people. If not, 
then I suggest that you click on the follow button if you're listening to it on Spotify or if you're listening elsewhere and there's a follow or subscribe button, please do so. And if there's also the uh, ratings, like please give this podcast five stars if you are enjoying this episode or at least the past episodes that were beautifully made as compared to this one. Yeah, so please do that. But again, I I was saying, if you're listening to this, chances are you've also listened to my Korean ASMR podcast already because, well, that has much more followers on Spotify, at least. Last time I checked, it was more than a thousand. So, yeah, so uh, that's why I'm thinking that since that's 1,000 and here it's only about 600 something, then maybe if you're here, you're probably also there, but I may be wrong. But chances are, chances are, if you're listening to this, then you've also probably at least once listened to my Korean ASMR podcast. And as I have said, yeah, maybe I'm doing some kind of voice acting in that podcast because I have just released the um, the season, well, like the beginning of the season, which I call Season Heartbreak. And there I talk about a heartbreak that I kind of recently had. <laughs> well, um, I wouldn't say how much how much of it is true and how much of it is fiction. But yeah, definitely it's not 100%. Some parts are dramatized or some parts are exaggerated for dramatic purposes. But yeah, it's something I suggest that you listen to as well because... I have put my time and dedication and effort into doing it and I even recorded it on the studio and yeah there are some changes in the format of the show um, at least for that season so I suggest that you check it out so yeah um, I've been releasing episodes on that podcast in the past two weeks but not for this one because um, yeah I've been really busy for those episodes I for those episodes I actually recorded them oh how how long was that? Maybe two months ago already. And so that's why I'm able to just, you know, release those episodes just so easily. But not for this one because as you know for Kinka podcast I usually record on the week that I'm releasing it or at least a few days before I release it and that means in the past few weeks I didn't have time or maybe I wasn't able to finish the K-drama yet and so I decided not to talk about it yet but yeah um, there has been some changes I've been going through some changes in my life in the past few weeks like for example I have actually moved out um, from my family's place so I'm now living in a different city living alone in this small room that I have and so the acoustic of the room might be a little bit different so if you're hearing this and you might be feeling oh the voice and the quality of the sound feels different for better or for worse I don't know but yeah that might be the reason for it so yeah I'm just saying that yeah, it's the reason, and yeah, I'm sorry that this episode's been delayed, it's overdue, but yeah, enough excuses, and now let me talk about the K-drama Our Blues. I actually watched uh, Our Blues together with my mom just like 
everything else that I've talked about in this podcast. Because I I would usually spend time with my mom, eating breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and then at the same time watching some TV shows. And usually in the morning, it would be K dramas. And so during the last few weeks that I was staying with them. We watch Our Blues. Although I actually didn't see the end of Our Blues together with them, I had to watch it alone because when I moved here, we still have one episode left that we didn't get to watch, and so I just watched the final episode alone. So yeah, the K drama Our Blues is called Uridere Blues in Korean. Yeah, and literally, it's just that our blues. It's a very literal title. I mean, it's a very literal translation for the Korean title. And what I think of this K drama is that it's very different from your usual K dramas that focuses on the relationship of the leads, because that's how it usually goes, and then all the rest are just are just accessories. But that isn't the case for Uridere Blues, because um, uh, I, I'm not sure if you've seen this K drama already or whatever. I'm actually late into this K drama because this was released so much earlier before I started watching it. So probably I'm I'm late to the party again. But yeah, um, now that I'm looking at the Asian wiki of this K drama, it shows. That the lead, well, it, it appears here based on the order of things that the characters Lee Dong Seok and Min Sona, played by Lee Byung Hun and Shin Mina, are like the leads of this K drama. Um, but I'm not sure about that because I I don't think that they are actually the leads, not because they don't have a story, but it's that it's just that there are so many stories in this K drama. That I feel like everybody deserves to be called the lead, where it's like an ensemble. Yes, it's an. Uh, I I'm not sure if you can call it a genre of K dramas, but there are K dramas that, rather than having a a lead pair, um, they usually have an ensemble of people, and in my opinion, Our Blues is that kind of K drama, that. It's not too focused on the love story between just these two people, but rather, um, it it features different kinds of relationships between all the characters that were featured in every episode. Yes, and I'm saying every episode because for this K drama, there are different characters that are featured in every single episode. If you've seen it on Netflix. You would know that episode one is about um what what are their names again? <laughs> Let me check. It was Choi Han Su and um what's her name? Choi Han Su and Jung Eun Hee. So Eun Hee and Han Su. So it, it's like those na- the names are the titles of each episode and. If it's their name, then they're the ones that are featured in the episode, and I found that format really interesting because uh, there are a lot of K dramas that actually don't have episode titles. It's just episode one, episode two, so on and so forth. And then there are some K dramas that do have titles, like uh, like 
um, how we do in English TV series. Like there's a title, and it's usually the theme or the main topic of the of the TV series. Or sometimes it's yeah, like um, what do you call that? It's uh like a homage to something, but for this, it's simply the names of the characters that are focused on in that um, specific episode, and I found that really interesting because somehow that gave me an expectation of what kind of relationship to look at in every single episode, and. Uh, I I found it so entertaining to see various kinds of relationships presented in this K drama. Um, and it's not only about uh like romantic love. There's uh love of friends, love of family members, and even for love of family members, it's uh like it's pumbirahada. <laughs> um. Uh, Uh, not pumbirahada, but sort of like that. Uh, no, no, no. It's more like it's separated. Um, it's like when you're experimenting on frogs, and then you know you separate the, <laughs> you split the parts and identify every single part. Oh, I I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, yeah, I shouldn't talk about that. This is not a science um, podcast. But what I'm trying to say is that even for family. Uh, even for relationships between family members, um, like there's a different flavor to each one. Like the relationship between a mother and a son, the relationship between a grandparent and a and a grandchild, uh, cousins. So there's that kind of thing, and I really enjoyed watching that because I'm not sure if you know, but. Yeah, you should know if you've been listening to me for a while. But if you're new here, you probably have no idea. But I do improv and I do theater from time to time, but mostly improv these days. Like, so yeah, as I do improv, uh, sometimes I'm very challenged, uh, branching out from the usual uh, relationships. Like, it's always family members or it's always lovers. Or it's always uh, new lovers or like different stages of romantic love that I do on improv. But looking at this K drama, I felt like there's so much more. Uh, there's so much more different kinds of relationships that I can explore and also do that on improv and yeah, in real life, I guess. But yeah, um, it felt like. A character study and a relationship study. That's what every single episode felt like. And yeah, this K drama is actually uh like uh huh. I said like too many times, right? Yeah, I think that's because I haven't done this in a really long while, and so old habits are coming back to me. <clears throat> But okay. So yeah, this K drama is a home, a small town K drama. It's a small town K drama, just like hometown cha cha cha. Uh, um, even when the camellia blooms, it's also a small town K drama. And one thing, very 
specific to these K dramas are the locations. And for this K drama, it was actually set in Jeju Island, an island that I've never been to, but I, I want to go there. But so far, there are no chances for me to visit there. But yeah, we've seen、um, a good look at it during the. Well,、uh, they didn't really show、uh, tourist spots in the. Scenes, I think, yeah. They, I, I haven't seen any tourist spots in the scenes because I guess if you're a person living in the you know in that place, then you wouldn't really go to the tourist spots a lot. And it's not like the lead characters of this K drama would suddenly just go to tourist spots, except maybe the beach and the overlooking view of ha、huh, of the sea. And then the mountain. I, I forgot what the name of the mountain is, but the mountain that、uh, Dong Seok and his mom tried to go to but couldn't reach the end. Yeah, I, I guess that one is a tourist spot. Yeah, so just a few, I guess. But you know, what am I trying to say?、Uh, what I'm trying to say is, yeah, it's a small town K drama, and it's. Something that I really like because yeah, it feels like a study <laughs> to me, and I like studying. So studying the people, studying the characters, and studying their relationships, and I find that really amazing. Yeah, although I, I don't have notes or anything about relationships or whatnot, but there are so many topics that were touched, that were touched on.、Um, Yeah, I'm forgetting my English now. <laughs> yeah, they touch on many different topics, like、uh, teenage pregnancy, uh, depression, um, the case for uh, like uh, what what do you call that? Uh, like branched family, um, divorce, uh, what else? Um, having um, a differently abled. Family member, yeah. There's actually so many topics that were presented in this K drama that I felt like it's、uh, <laughs> somehow it's overreaching. But yeah, I guess it's real because if you look at a small town, you'd probably also see all these kinds of real life dramas, and so it's very realistic in my opinion. And I guess. Everyone really did their part. I mean, every actor really, actor and actresses really did their part in portraying the characters and giving them life.、Uh, I I think if I were to choose a scene that I really like the most, it would be when grandmother, what's her name, uh, Chunhee, uh, grandmother Hyun Chunhee, uh, did all her best so that she could. Show her grandchild the pectar, the hundred moons, because her granddaughter thought that、um, if she saw the pectar, the hundred moons, then she could make a hundred wishes. And yeah, her fa- her father at that time was in a critical state, and so she thought that she would use her hundred wishes for the recovery of her father. Yeah, I'm.、Uh, I'm. I I don't usually cry for 
K dramas or for any TV series or for movies in general. But yeah, I felt that that scene made me quite teary eyed. Yeah, I didn't cry. I didn't burst out in tears. But yeah, I got teary eyed because it was really somehow touching. Uh, I like that relationship. Maybe it was also because I grew up with my grandma when I was uh, little. But yeah, so that's one of my favorite scenes. And another one, of course, the most important relationship in this K-drama, I think, is that is a relationship between Lee Dong-seok and his mother, Ok-dong. Um, yeah, it, it was a... It, it's not hate. It's just that Dong-seok tried to be indifferent to his mom. And because, because he felt that it, it was also the way his mom treated him from when... Uh, they got into another family, but yeah, I, that's a relationship that was so beautiful. Um, the way it ended is quite sad, but it's very colorful and it was unpleasantly made. But yeah, I suggest that you watch it instead of me telling you what to feel or whatnot. Like it's a really beautiful K drama. It has uh, how many episodes is it? Does it have twenty? I think it has, yeah, it has 20 episodes. It's a little bit long compared to your usual 16, but it's going to be worth those uh, more or less 20 hours that you're going to spend on this K-drama. Yes, and I didn't talk um, much Korean again, but yeah, yeah, let, let's talk Korean some other time. I mean, let's talk in Korean some other time. <laughs> But for now, you can listen to me speaking Korean in my Korean ASMR podcast. But yeah, so now before I talk about topic, here's a short announcement. This episode is brought to you by LingoPie. LingoPie is a video-on-demand service specifically designed for language learning. Practice your Korean, learn some new Korean words, or even improve your conversational Korean. And do it simply by watching TV. You can choose local content in every genre from around the world in eight different languages. Spanish, French, German, Italian, Russian, Portuguese, Japanese, and of course, Korean. Each has local content in all genres, from drama to crime, comedy, documentaries, and even kids' shows. Watch the shows, click on the words for translations, and adjust the playback speed if you need to slow things down. The words you click on are automatically added to a list of words which you can later visit. Once you're done watching, check out your list and practice with flashcards and word games. It's everything a language learner dreams of. Plus, what's better than learning a language while watching TV, right? For more information, please visit the link in the show notes. Yup, please visit the show notes for more information. And yeah, topic time. Or yeah, I'm only talking about topics so that we can say that I'm still talking about language learning, right? Because <laughs> I was only talking about K-drama for 20 minutes now. Um, but yeah, so I, I took the topic in July. I already talked about it in the previous episode because I said I was going to do a debriefing about that exam and now that the results are out i just thought that i'd talk about the results yeah are you curious what level i got well i told you um last time when i talked about this that i was aiming for at least level four because that was my level 
two years ago. It would be a shame if I didn't pass level four this time because, yeah, I was already level four in 2019 or yeah, in 2019. So I, I had to at least get that. Yeah, that was at least a goal. And yeah, the results came out in August 17. And when I looked at my official topic score report or Hangugun Nyakshiham Songjok Tungyongsa, my score is. <laughs> my score is. Yeah, I passed level 5. Ogup. And yeah, I was happy. But. Like, it's not like super duper happy because, yeah, I, I guess I kind of expected that I should at least get level 5. I mean, level 4 in 2019, and then that's like almost three years now. And what have I been doing in the past years if not studying Korean or, you know, improving my Korean skills? And yeah, Ogup, level 5. Um,. For those of you who do not know, topic exam is. Yeah, I already talked about it in the previous episode, but let me just reiterate it for those of you who haven't listened to that episode.、Uh, the format of topic exam is there's topic one and then topic two. Topic one, if you take it, you can either be level one or level two. And topic two, if you take it, you can be level three, four, five, or six, depending on your score. The total score is. Is 300, of course, the closest you are to 300, then the higher your level is. For topic level 5, I think the minimum score is 180. So anything above 180, that's level 5. 180 or 190. Yeah, I'm not sure because I'm not looking at the. Oh, yeah, it's. Ah, yeah, level 5 is 190. To 229. So if you get 230, that's already level 6. Yes, and the exam is composed of three、uh, parts listening, writing, and reading. Tiki, sugi, and ikki. And each part consists of 100 points. And yeah, if you take the exam, you will be able to see your score and the average of the batch who took the exam. So, for me,、uh, well, my total score is should I tell you or should I just keep it a secret? <laughs> well, yeah, I, I can tell you. I mean, it's not confidential. My score is 195 over 30.、Uh, I mean, over 300. That means I'm only five points above the limit to reach level five. And I am 35 points lacking. To get into level 6. 35 points is quite big, in my opinion. But we can get there. I mean, yeah, I, I should be able to get there soon. Actually, next year, I, I should do it. But yeah, and then the scores, well, my scores for listening, I got 70 over 100.、Uh, that's a, a little low compared to my previous score, I think. In 2019, my listening score was 72 or 75, somewhere like that. It's higher. The same goes for reading. My ikki, chomsu, is 70, chilship.、Um, yeah, I think it's also a little bit lower than my previous score. And if I were to justify why that's the case, 
Maybe it's because I was quite sleepy when I took the exam, and so for the listening part, towards the end of the exam, when the listening part is so much longer, I couldn't focus anymore, and I was really sleepy. So there might have been questions that I failed to answer correctly because I didn't get to listen, or I mean. I didn't have my full attention on the listening, and same goes with reading. Actually, I might have dozed off a few seconds, or not minutes. Yeah, definitely, maybe just seconds、um, while doing the reading, and so the seventy score. It's a little bad <laughs> thinking that oh my score kind of dropped for listening and reading, but then overall, my overall score. Has improved, and that is mainly because of writing.、Uh, yeah, in 2019, I think my writing score was just 36, and、um, while it's still above the average, I think the usual average is just like 30, 31, 32. So 36 is above average for like the entire batch, taking the. I mean, who took the exam back in 2019? But in this year's exam, my score is Oshibo, Oshibo Jum, or 55, and the average is just 33.95. So I'm really quite above the average, at least for this、um, batch of exam takers, of topic takers. And、uh, I am really proud that it happened. Cause yeah, I, I've been writing a lot in Korean, especially for King Ah,、uh, not King Ah. I, I don't write script for this podcast. It's all recorded on the spot. Sometimes I have notes on what、uh, topics to talk about, but most of the time it's just impromptu speech. But that's not the case for my Korean ASMR, cause ah,、uh, because I want it to be more ah、uh, what. What do I say?、Uh, I I wanted to have less grammar errors, so I write a script prior to recording most of the time, and so doing that, I think for more than a year now, has really helped me improve my writing skills. And so the jump from thirty six to fifty five, how amazing, right? Yes. And so, what is the key point of, I mean, of this discussion? Um, I I would just like to say that、uh, while working hard in sprints could sometimes feel like really good, I, I would say that consistency when it comes to language learning goes a long way. Right? I I do believe that when I first took the topic exam, I barely managed to score in writing, like when I. Took it and then passed level three in two thousand seventeen. Yeah, I barely managed to make a score in writing. I, I guess I even botched the easy part for the writing, and then I I just, you know, wrote anything I could write in the long essay part. And yeah, interestingly for this、uh, exam, for this intake of the exam, uh, the topic on the essay was. Tangiryak, creativity. Like, what's the purpose of creativity? How would you、um, work on or develop your creativity? Or blah blah blah. And while writing my own essay, 
I actually talked about Elon Musk. It's not that I'm a super fan, but he's the first person to come to mind. And I was thinking creativity, um, polymath and stuff. Yeah, it doesn't have to always be about arts, you know. So creativity can also you know, uh, include mixing and matching sciences and different kinds of uh, practices. And so that's what I... wrote about for the essay and I kind of got a relatively um, acceptable score. Yeah, I wouldn't say good because it's still 55. That's still 55 over 100. So maybe if I also got 70 here, so 70, 70, 70, I would have gotten... Oh, wait, what's that? 70, 210. That's still not enough to get a level 6 because level 6 is 230. Huh. So I should at least get 80 for everything, 80 for listening, 80 for writing, and 80 for reading. But yeah, so I'm going to take the exam again next year, probably around the same month or whenever they're going to make the exam available for people here in the Philippines, at least if I'm in the Philippines during that time. Yeah, and maybe the goal would be 80 for every part, but... uh. Being practical, I think it's so much easier to get a good score in the listening part and reading part as compared to writing. So I guess I should target like getting 90 to 100 for listening and reading. So so that it would be okay to not get a very high score in writing. Uh, why do I think that it's not easy to get a high score in writing? Uh, because you are scored based on, of course... the thought that you're writing, that you're putting onto paper. But also on top of that, they are checking your grammar and your use of words. If you're using very basic grammar, although it might sound like, yeah, it's perfect grammar, but it's very basic grammar, then I don't think you'll get a full score for that. So yeah, it's not that easy. And even native Koreans find a hard time getting a decent score in writing. And so, yeah, if you're also to take the TOPI exam next year, I suggest you focus on improving your listening and reading skills. And just as I would always say, TOPI exam, it's not an absolute measure of how fluent you are in the language. It's just an approximation of what you are able to do, at least in these aspects, listening, writing, and reading. They're still not even doing the... speaking tests which they plan to do sometime in the future they've already done some beta testing in the past few months or in the past year but it's still not out for most of the people so you still have time to prepare for it and i, I think it's really going to be nice if they do that because at least um you can test your speaking skills although there are so many other ways that you can test that like get a language exchange partner and just keep on talking you don't need to get a score or something unless you're going to use it for something that requires it um and right now actually if you're looking for a job that uses a uh, korean language uh most don't even require you to get a topic certificate it's usually they have um internal uh language assessment exam or they're they'll get an agency for for you to get tested um yeah and yeah topic is just 
uh, well, I, I'm not trying to downplay TOEFIC. It's a really difficult exam, and it's something that you should be proud of if you've taken it and you have the score that you wanted to get at least for this year. Or if you didn't get the score that you want, uh, don't worry about it. You have your own pace. Just take your time. Uh, yeah, you can do better. It's not like the end of the world if you didn't get level four. If that was your target, or level five, or level six, just keep on doing what you love. Keep on doing what you enjoy doing. And yeah, the scores are just numbers. Although those numbers can sometimes help you get things, <laughs> but yeah, those are just numbers, and it doesn't fully define you. You are more than capable of doing other things. And yeah, um, I'm not giving motivational speech. That's not the essence of this podcast. But if you like that, then I'm happy as well. And uh, now I've been talking for 36 minutes. Um, I guess I should stop here, right? And huh, I actually have a confession to make. I haven't watched K drama in the past two weeks that I moved to this place. Uh, not that I don't like watching K-drama anymore, that I'm alone, but it's just that maybe I haven't gotten used to watching K-dramas alone because in the past year, I've only been watching K-dramas with family members or my mom, my dad, or sometimes with my sisters. So now that I'm alone, I'm watching English TV series. <laughs> but yeah, I'll get back to watching K-dramas so that we can have something to talk about in the next episodes all right uh or actually i'm also planning to watch movies so watch out for um episodes uh about some k movies that i'm gonna watch but i still haven't planned which movies to watch ne onerun white onerun white onerun um ne <laughs> what do I say? What what do I usually say at the end of this episode? Um, ne, yogiso. Ah, no, not yogiso. 오늘은 여기까지 들어주셔서 정말 감사합니다. It's so weird. I I haven't said that in a long time. But 네 감사합니다. 안녕히 계세요. 다음 에피소드에 봐요. 네. Bye bye. Again. Yeah, uh, you're still here? Yeah, I'm still here as well. So again, this is Drew Miranda Jun, your Kinka Chingo, Kinka classmate, and the host of Kinka Podcast, signing out.